yo, yo, it's your girl and boy CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we are the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. The Overcomers Podcast is designed to help you overcome adversity and live your dreams. Every week, we will be sharing stories of people who found their strength in their struggle. The Overcomers Podcast is sponsored by Journey 333. And that's a lot of threes, so let me tell you what it is. It's fitness, coaching, and nutrition. It is a place where we help you to look better, live better, and feel better, and it is mind, body, spirit. Today, we're going to help you get your mind right with our special guest. Hello, Overcomer Nation. What do I have a treat for you today? If you've been listening to our podcast, and maybe you've been thinking about starting a podcast yourself, today's guest is going to share with you how he got furloughed from work and then started a podcast, and through podcasting and LinkedIn, was able to replace his income as a sales executive. So this is going to be a great story. If you've been thinking, you know, I love listening to the podcast. I want to have my own. Wait till our guest shares with you how he did it. Ben Obert, welcome to the show. Travis, I'm humble to be here. I'm excited to be here. And one thing we can talk about as well is maybe you don't start a show and maybe you just start guesting on shows. That is a ton of fun as well and a great way to get your word and your message and your vision out there. So it's not beyond me that... You put a lot of time into this podcast, and I'm just blessed to be with you today and, and have the opportunity. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That's a, that's another thing that, you know, you don't often think about, like, overcoming nature. Are you listening? Do you see yourself as a possible guest for podcasts? And if you don't, maybe you just need to believe a little bit more in yourself because everybody has a story to tell. Yeah, really good. So, Ben, if you could take us through, you know, what happened to you and, and you know, kind of how you, you went on this journey, if you will. Yeah, if it's okay, I'm going to slow down to speed up because um, when I look back at my history, I feel like, and this is the short version, when you skill stack experiences and when you go through things that are hardship and struggle, it only better prepares you to own that moment and to win in the present and be ready for the tests in front of you. Um, but most of my life, I wasn't ready for tests. I was failing tests. I was the shortest kid in school, quite literally. Um, shortest boy. I always have to correct myself. I was the shortest male. There was a little Asian girl named Olivia Lee that I was proudly taller than. But <laughs> my entire life, I wanted to be an NBA basketball star. And oh. talk about that. I mean, I'm the shortest kid in school. And I, ha I had skill set. That's true. But I had a jersey for every single day of the week. Um, I remember watching Vince Carter put his arm in the rim at the slam dunk competition. And I wanted to be like Vince. I wanted to be like Mike. Um, but I was destined not to get over the the height of 5'8". So that was never going to come to fruition. And whether it's height or just different struggles, especially when you're younger, um, I actually would make myself smaller. Like I would try to avoid bullies. I try to avoid attention. I was the smallest kid and I would make myself smaller. So I spent most of my life underachieving. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing that I realized today is back then, that's where my curiosity, my love of learning, my growth mindset started to come from. That's where I started to care about community. Um, I started to feel disconnected. So as I got older, one of my missions is to connect people one conversation at a time. So all these struggles, and it led into uh, marketing, and, and, and I'll skip over this a little bit, but my first ever marketing gig, and nowadays I podcast and marketing market for a living, my first ever marketing gig 
was just handing out flyers for bands and setting up MySpace pages and merch and stuff like that. Um, Cause I love to create community. I loved having fun. I love taking the little guy and injecting steroids in what they do. Um, so then I start a career in marketing, not knowing that I'm ever gonna do that when I'm older. I start moving up the corporate ladder that leads to 2022. I don't need to do a whole seminar on COVID. We know what happened there. Mm -hmm. COVID hit, as you mentioned, I'm furloughed from what I thought was going to be my career. I was very comfortable and, and just, I didn't see myself as an entrepreneur. I had Vince Carter on my wall. I didn't have Elon Musk's on my wall. Right. Um, but this goes back to all these things were happening for me that COVID hit, I'm furloughed. I start a business-related podcast called Rochester Business Connections. I am from Rochester, New York. We can go microscopic if you want in a little bit, but I'm from Rochester, New York. So I start reaching out to Rochester, New York business owners. Um, I didn't have a job, so I was kind of just working as a freelancer until I found my next job. The podcast gained local steam. I gained confidence over time the business started to gain clients. And before you know it, the kid that never imagined he'd be a full-time entrepreneur is replacing his income as a full-time marketing entrepreneur. Um, so that's just a slice of my story. But I just wanna say it one more time, all the struggles, all the woes, all the things I had to overcome put me in a position that I just happened to strike gold. And I don't wanna ever have a COVID ever again um, but my God, did it help me out and, and I'm blessed to be in this position and, and talking to you today as well, man. I never that's imagined awesome. this would happen either. So that, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> well, Ben, that, that is an awesome story. And I, and I appreciate you taking us to slow down to speed up because, you know, Overcomer Nation, I, I don't know where you're at right now in your life, but I hope that you realize that your adversity will one day be your advantage. I, I hope you realize what a great teacher adversity can be. And I think Ben just illustrated that super well. Uh, and then, you know, you look at your life and, you know, Ben's talking about not having Elon Musk on his wall. You know, he wants to be a basketball star. And it doesn't always make sense where you are until you're looking back. And then you understand why you had to go through what you went through so that it could give you a skill set that you needed today. Um, you know, Ben, you talked about a, a form of podcasting that I think many times when people look at a podcast, they said, you know, podcast is for the world, it's for the globe, it's for the nation. You know, you you started with something that was more granular, Rochester, which is only a couple hours away from where I am, actually. And um, mm. so let's talk about a little bit about that. Like if you wanted to use a podcast to serve a local community, you said, you know, you went in there and started connecting with these these local business owners. And then it got a lot of following in your area and you got a lot of clients. Um what was that business structure like that uh, you know allowed you to you know serve so well in your community? Sure, man. And, and let's start off with the typical cliche, niche down. And I didn't have a niche in my market. I, I help businesses of all kinds. I'm a generalist. I, I have a lot of different skill sets. My niche was, okay, I'm a marketer during a pandemic. There are millions of me and no one knows who I am. My previous firm, we did video production um, all across the United States. Um, so Texas, California, New York City, anywhere you can imagine. 
there was no video, there was no travel, there was no <laughs> sales. I get furloughed. I don't have a book of business and no one in Rochester knows who I am. Mm-hmm. How am I in? Not to mention, I really didn't have funds. I was I was bootstrapping this. I was working from a budget of zero. I was working from a budget of a stimulus check that I, I basically spent on an LLC. So how the hell am I going to stand out? Yeah. There is a big sea of, let's not even call it a sea of sameness. There is an ocean of sameness. And I am a minnow. <laughs> so right. I needed to find the smallest pond I could find. And that's podcasting in Rochester, New York for B2B business, where I didn't have great connections at the time. So I got on LinkedIn specifically. I was reaching out to SUNY Brockport, uh, State University of Brockport. That's the school I went to. SUNY Brockport alumni, business owners. So see a sameness. Now I'm in a pond. I'm still a minnow. But I'm a podcaster for business owners in Rochester, New York, that went to SUNY Brockport. Okay. All right. Yeah. Niching down. Yeah. Because of the commonality of just, hey, I saw you went to SUNY Brockport as well. I'm new to business ownership. Congrats on making it big time. I'd be honored to feature you on my Rochester-based podcast. Didn't even have a name yet. But I realized this at the time. People were putting their chips on me didn't realize it back then, but I realize now people were putting their chips on me because of my vision to highlight Rochester business and them being a business owner was a sexy proposition. And as I built my Rochester audience, it starts to expand. Um, I used to ask for referrals. I got rid of that word because it was so transactional. I started to ask people for nominations as simple Uh as, hey, Travis, man, you were an incredible guest. I'm so blessed that I had you on this show. Brilliant people like you, no other brilliant people. Is there anyone you would nominate that you think would be like helpful to our audience? So I build the Rochester podcast. I get a very humble amount of clients by doing that. And nowadays it's it's rebranded. We have six segments. I'm all over the freaking place. I'm still a tiny freaking I'm not I'm not no Gary V or I'm right. no freaking Alex Hermosi. <laughs> but I can make a happy living for myself and none of it would have been possible without podcasting. So I'm sure that all of our listeners are wondering, you know, okay, so I, I get these podcast guests and you were connecting with them through LinkedIn, you know, which is the story that we introed, you know, you got the LinkedIn, you got the podcasting. And did that turn into, uh, you know, a replaceable income stream, uh, a replaceable uh, income for you because you were able to then charge for being a guest or did you charge for aftermarket services or, or how did that go? You know, one of the biggest misconceptions I see in podcasters, and I apologize if this was you, this was kind of me at the start as well, is they want to monetize their podcast and they want to monetize the podcast quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's tremendously difficult. We'd have to do a multi-part series and we probably wouldn't have great clarity on it. Um, right. the, simple, the simple answer is charge your guests or run ads. But what I did 
is the podcast was a cost center. It was a marketing center that I funneled time and money into, but it got me in the door to meet people I never would have met otherwise, learn from them and network with like on a one-to-one like emotional way. Like we got to know each other. So I got in the door with brilliant people that to say an A and B, they taught me stuff that I would have never known without them. So they were able to take their years and turn it into hours for me. Mm -hmm. And it was a prospecting tool. So I never made money and I still don't. It's still a call center. I didn't make money on the podcast. I made money on the back end by providing marketing services to B2B professionals in my area. And the buyer wasn't always my guest, but it was sometimes people my guest knew. So if someone's starting a podcast or has a podcast and they're trying to monetize it, maybe you don't monetize the show itself. Maybe you have a high ticket offer or something aside from the show that you can monetize and then use the podcast for content, for promotion, for networking, for learning, but you don't make money off it. And that's how I did it. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. You know, Ben, I think that in these modern times, we've gotten away from face-to-face interactions that we need to be successful. You know, your network is always going to be your net worth. And, you know, you need to get out there in the community and and shake hands with people and have real face-to-face connections. And so you found this modern day way to have this face-to-face connection with the person that you'd like to do business with. So then that way you can say, hey, you know, one, of course, you've really gotten to know each other. You've shared an emotional connection on the show. But then there's other ways for you to continue to do business together. And, you know, whatever those ways are, I'm sure that you present them. So that's uh, that's a really cool way to go about it. I love that. I love that. Really good. That's great for our audience because there's so many different things. What are some of the other types of high ticket if you're not a marketer? I mean, what if somebody offered coaching on the back end, right? That could be, you know, part of the process or, you know, I don't know what, have you seen other things be successful? Let's use coaching as an example. And this is something you can do it in a podcast gang. You can do it in a live Instagram. You could do it in a YouTube series. If you're a coach, um, I, I like bringing on guests anytime I, I'm all about collaborating, but let's say you have guests on your show, um, or your YouTube channel, you can fill in the blank, mm-hmm. have certain episodes and segments that are just you or a good crossbreed. Um, and one of my mentors, Brian Bogert's doing this, it doesn't exist yet, but he's putting out something called trash talk. Um, it's all about taking out your mental and physical trash. Um, mm-hmm. what he's doing is he's bringing, he charges thousands of dollars as he should. He's bringing people on for live free coaching sessions. And he's actually walking through their trash and helping kind of heal this and giving actionable steps of what to do next live on air. So the person getting that free advice oftentimes don't have the investment to actually pay for him but the person who does is watching. So you can actually bring people on and coach them live on the air. So people listening know exactly what it would be like to work with you. Or if they can't afford working with you, you can actually in a way sponsor them and help the little guy. So when they do have the funds to work with you, who do you think they're gonna call? Wow, 
such a great idea just to be able to demonstrate or exhibit your services like that. That is so cool. Now, you say that you use LinkedIn to connect with people. Um, is the aftermarket, if you will, or uh, the other services that you offer later on, do they have to do with LinkedIn marketing or um, what type of marketing does your company offer? It's funny because originally they didn't. Yeah. And I'm transitioning, I'm transitioning my entire company and my entire brand. I don't want to bore you, but, um, I was selling product a product a is like web design, social media, logo design, SEO. I was selling a, but all my clients were coming from LinkedIn networking and podcasting. So my entire rebrand is to help people with LinkedIn networking and podcasting right. because that's how I get my own clients. But I wasn't even selling LinkedIn. I was selling web design, SEO, social media, Instagram, that kind of stuff. Um, but the point in me kind of rambling over that is you don't have to have clarity from the start. And fill in the blank. We're talking about podcasting. I'm a marketer. We're on a podcast. This is anything. This is your next fitness goal. This is your next, this is making the next decision in your life. You might not have clarity, but the clarity will come through the action of doing it. Mm -hmm. So I started the podcast, started selling services that were competing with my previous employer. And then once I started to gain clarity on how I was actually retaining clients, I decided to pivot then. But that clarity would have never occurred <laughs> from the start. I have like no LinkedIn clients, even though it's what I'm best at. And then you start feeling silly for not doing that from the start. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, because you got to look back sometimes. And then when you look back, you know, you can see the way forward because you understand where you're coming from. So you might understand a bit more about where you're going to. And I, I really, I really love what you're encouraging right there because you're saying, too often, I think we all overthink, right? Okay, maybe you're listening to this show today and you're like, yeah, I'd like to be a podcaster. I'd like to be a guest on the podcast, like what we're talking about, or, you know, just different services that maybe you'd like to go face-to-face -face with people and offer. And then you think that you got to have everything perfect. But I will tell you that imperfect action trumps perfect inaction every time. So it's, it's kind of like a ready, fire, aim philosophy, right? You know, well, um, don't ready, aim, 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 and never fire, right? You have to, you know, you can adjust your targets. You can adjust your sights as you go. I think that's just great advice. Great advice. You know, I'm curious. Uh, we have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the show or people that might be involved in marketing for another company. Um, where do you see marketing going? You know, there's been so many changes in the world of <laughs> Facebook, the metaverse, the whatever, you know, I mean, there's just... So much stuff, you know, uh, I I feel like there's like a new frontier in marketing. It's always changing, right? Used to be mm -hmm. that we put it in. When I opened my first business, we filled our business with people that looked at the newspaper, right? You know, and that is just not the case. So, yeah. um, uh, you know, where do you see it going? So I'm not going to talk about the metaverse and AI because <laughs> I'm not, I don't have the credentials to talk about it. Um, I think it blows my mind that like AI can write blogs and create images for people. Um, again, you got to bring someone on with more credentials to talk about that aspect. Sure. Where I philosophically and kind of in my soul feel is people are sick of being pitched to. People are sick of being marketed to. 
the whole marketing funnel um, that used to work back in the day where, you know, you jump on, and it still does work, granted, it does work, but it's ads, then you take them into a funnel, then you give them a freebie, then ultimately you get them on the email list and you do email marketing, it works. But I feel like people are getting more and more calloused to all the marketing messages where you cannot even leave your house without seeing a logo on someone's shirt. And I think that we're getting exhausted with all the sales and marketing messages. Mm -hmm. So I think that social selling, which does happen online nowadays, it used to be face-to-face. Hey, I've got hey, social selling face-to-face. -face. Hey, would you like to advertise my magazine? Toss the ad in the magazine that goes to there. That's traditional. I feel like the traditional approach works better than ever nowadays because with everyone marketing and pitching and just the exhausting amount of messages we get, a one-to-one -one conversation that's human-to-human -human has never been more valuable because the moment I pick up my phone and scroll through Instagram, that's like the number one thing that's lacking, human connection. So whether it's on a podcast, whether it's sending someone a DM and then jumping on a call, whether it's traditional in-person networking and taking the time to buy someone a drink, get to know each other, I think that is going to get stronger and stronger and more and more important because as everyone's connected to technology, their social skills get worse as everyone is always getting flooded with marketing messages, their willingness to listen to a sales pitch gets lower, their guards are higher. So if you can create, and this doesn't scale the same way that the funnel does, but if you can create one-to-one -one impact with, again, it's as simple as like, if someone posts a comment on your social media post, sending them a dm and saying thanks for the comment it made my day if you can create one-to-one -one impact human to human marketing you will be able to fight through the noise and even with the ai and the blogs that create themselves and the images that are ai generated you'll be a human and people will want to work with you because of your personal brand and this part of it is just been on a sob story like philosophical but i feel like the soul of market marketing and the human to human connection never has been more important and that's only going to grow and it's only becoming more of a commodity than it ever has been yeah that's really good that's really good so let me ask you i'm sure that some of the listeners are wondering what it looks like when you take on companies that you're working with to uh, you know, you're helping them with their marketing. Um, is that some of what you help them to do or, or like, what, what are like the top services that you're providing to your clients that you take on for the marketing? Sure, man. I'm still digesting what I just said. I just went on a ramble fest. <laughs> I don't know if I've talked it was about good, that. Though, you know, because for those of you that, you know, there, there's some people that are like Googling like AI right now. They're like, what? You know, there's something writing blogs, you know, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's great. It's no great. one can ever replace you. No one can replace you. And what I do, I, I joke about this. I ask questions for a living. And the two categories are the podcast itself, 
which is having conversation, asking questions, learning, really getting the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it, and really just being a tool. I think our biggest expense is a lack of knowledge. So that's what I do on the podcast. In the marketing end, it's asking questions. It's figuring out exactly what they possibly their problems are. No one knows exactly until they really dive deep and see if seeing if I can implement a solution with them to possibly solve these problems. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned a few services with like the web design and stuff. Nowadays, I'm getting hyper-focused on podcasting, LinkedIn, social selling. And um, here's the thing, like I, I'll jump on any free call. Um, so I'm jumping on calls with people all the time. Um, it's really educating people. And then for premium clients, literally, I wish I could tell you my clients, I'm not allowed to, mm -hmm. I run their profiles for them. So mm -hmm. in a lot of cases, when you're talking to an influencer and they always respond, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's yeah. because it's because I'm responding for them and they're out in Cabo or something. So that's a little piece of what I do. But it, it's it all starts with a conversation because I don't know if I can help someone until I actually hear what they have to say. Well, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, like, uh, for example, we're a franchise and, you know, it costs $30,000 to buy into a franchise, but it's amazing how many, uh, conversations that could be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars or, or $30,000 to use my example that just happened by being responsive in your social. Right. You know, like it's like, yeah, I was interested in knowing if you had a franchise and, you know, Kalamazoo and, you know, like whatever, you know, and so then the conversation evolves. So that's uh, that's really interesting that you would uh, highlight that because it's just it's a whole new world. And if you're not involved in it, you might be missing out on part of your success. So it is a, it is a necessary tool. However, it doesn't always have to be you. You know, if you're like, oh, I don't know how I'd find the time. Well, you need to find somebody who has the time and then have that value exchange. So really good, really good. Um, so what would you say to our audience uh, that uh, may be interested in, uh, you know, starting a podcast or uh, wanting to work with you? You know, what's the best way to, you know, get in touch and uh, just kind of find out more from you, learning from you, you know? I'd, I'd go implement something. So if let's simplify this. You don't even need a pen and paper, but it'll be helpful because it'll hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. Write down one thing you want to accomplish in just the content thought leadership space. Um, to give you examples, start a podcast, go live on Instagram, guest on a podcast, start a YouTube channel, be a guest on a YouTube channel. Um, create a graphic for someone. I do this all the time. It's one way that I, uh, collaborate with people over LinkedIn is Richard Vanderbloom's a great example. He's, his team spends a year on a LinkedIn algorithm report. So what we do is we take this 57 page report and turn it into bite-sized content pieces, tag him and share it. So his audience gets all my content. I use his information. I didn't have an original thought. My team just took his report and repurposed it. So maybe if you're not a social butterfly, you can find a way to take the social butterfly and be the Wozniak to the jobs and find a way to amplify what they do. So write down one thing you want to accomplish and go try it. So if you right. want to start a podcast, I recommend 
going live on Instagram once. It doesn't have to be Instagram. Or, or like if you want to do something, just do it and figure out the playbook once you have a little bit of momentum. But if you're trying to learn the plays, but you have a no inertia, you're not going to get anywhere. So get some inertia with that one thing. And then later on, we can figure out the bits and pieces and the bullets and be successful, but get a little bit of inertia is the short version. That's really good. That's really good. I like everything that you just shared there, because when you say thought leader, it could be intimidating to somebody because maybe they don't think of themselves as a thought leader. However, uh, then you followed that up by saying, you know, I, I haven't had an original thought, you know, I'm sharing this, you know, people don't read what you read. People don't learn what you learn. True. And, you know, we take it for granted. We, we think that other people have read our same books or are passionate about our same topics. And, and it leaves us feeling like we have nothing to share. And that's not true. You know, that's why there's book clubs with people reading different books. So then that way they can all get each other's notes and they can all be better for the learning. Just like what Ben was saying earlier in the show, he takes somebody that's had years of learning and then he's able to get from them and just a little bit of time that they spend together those years of learning so i want to encourage you overcomer nation you are a thought leader you are a thought leader you know what what thoughts are resonating with you when you when you hear great thoughts and they resonate with you it's because that is you and, and you know who is you <laughs> excuse me for that bad english but it needs to be shared with the world you know whoever that is so really good and i like the idea of just take action on something right you know get it get it moving really try, good anyone at home try this out take your friend and try to open their phone with your fingerprint is yeah. it gonna work uh -huh. no you can't, you can't open someone's phone with your fingerprint because everybody's fingerprint is completely unique which means you are completely unique which means you have something to offer that no one else in the world can offer. And that's you. Oh, Ben, we're bringing it at the end. <laughs> a little ooey gooey here, but we're coming to the end. This is climatic right here. So Ben and I are going to talk for a minute. I like what you're saying right there. You know, take somebody else's phone and try to open it with your fingerprint. You can't because that's a unique thing about you. The other unique thing about you overcoming nation is what inspires you, mm. right? Guess what? What inspires you doesn't inspire someone else. Right. When you're inspired, you're in spirit. That's the most authentic part of yourself. And it's meant to be shared. I, I think that that's just so awesome because you're listening to this and you're like, is that me? Could I be a guest on a podcast? Could I start my own podcast? Could I take that leap that Ben took and have my own company and, and meet with people face to face and offer my services? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. The only thing separating you is just believing in your own uniqueness, your own inspiration, your own fingerprint. That is so good. Ben, anything else to share? Dude, I mean, I could go all day. I'll give you one simple tip I've given a bunch of times. I actually stole it from Jordan Harbinger. I need to attribute to him more. But you take your phone, you scroll to the bottom of your emails, you scroll to the bottom of your Facebook messages, your Instagram, your text messages, your LinkedIn DMs, you choose. You're going to start seeing people you haven't spoke to in months to years to maybe decades click on their profile, um, dive a little deep, see what they've been up to, send them a personalized hello, just, hey, I had no clue you had scaled this podcast to this level. Hey, I, I feel like a jerk. I didn't know you had a child. <laughs> like, I'm so proud of you. Send one of those messages a day 
365 days a year takes you 45 seconds a day. Imagine if you send one a day, 365 days a year, what kind of ripple and collective impact and love you'll get to create in the course of one, three, five, 10, 50 years, freaking mind changing. And if everybody did just that, think about how just happier of a place we'd live in because two things, one, if business context, they might want to buy with you and they forgot about you. Two, love complex, heart-centered complex. They might be suicidal and you sent them that message right when they needed it. We don't know unless we send the message. So I encourage people to do that. That is so good. You know, forget Ben the podcaster, <laughs> Ben the guru. You know, it's so important how we start our day. If you really want to change your life, you got to change some of your routines. You know, like if you start your day with gratitude, guess what? Those things you're grateful for will show up more in your life, right? You just took time to make your reticular activating system aware of what it is you like. And then all of a sudden you see more of it. It's scientific. And what you're suggesting right there is, you know, if you want to have more love in your life, start sending love, take 45 seconds a day and, and send love, send love into the world. Like, that is so cool. And, and, you know, you sound like you just gave a number of ways, you know, whether it's your Instagram or Facebook or scrolling to your contacts. And, you know, it's a, as we do this podcast, it's a holiday season, right? And, and what's that about, right? Like call, call somebody, you know, I feel like Bill Murray and Scrooge right now, call an old friend say, I love you, you know, stay here. Like how you been? I mean, isn't that what life is really about, right? Isn't that really where our wealth is? And it's in those connections. So good, Ben. Really good. Hey, Ben, let me ask you this. Um, how can our audience follow you and get more of you? Before you do anything for me, Travis pours his heart into this podcast. He is showing up every single week for you guys. I recommend if you're not subscribed, script subscribe here. It's easy peasy. I already have it opened. Leave the review. If you're the kind of person that likes extra credit, send him a DM send me a dm if it's in the notes but really just start spreading that love um real business connections my podcast it's it's my brand you can find that wherever you're listening to this or you can just type real business connections into google but i i kind of want to challenge you to help travis out first and then come tell me what's up and we'll go from there but hey that's all i got for you guys today that's awesome Ben, thank you for sharing so generously with our audience. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening, Overcomer Nation. Make sure if you haven't already, give us a five-star rating. Make sure that you share this and subscribe so you can see all of our future content. That's right. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future show, go to overcomers-podcast.com. If you're interested in our franchise opportunities with Journey 333, then go to www.journeyfitness333.com. And finally, if you like what you heard today and you feel like you're somebody that needs a bit more coaching, go to travisbarnes.com. Yeah!